theory confirmed, Starbase 1 is most definitely near Earth because we get a wild zoom <laughs> shot. At least somewhere close to Earth. At the very least, yeah. the Klingons are, are on the border. They're knocking at Jupiter. Their armada? It looks like only about five ships in their armada, but it's been a long war. And they're impressive yeah. looking ships. Well, and this is only one house. Oh, is that right? Okay. I mean, at this point, yeah. Burnham giving a bit of a monologue, basically summarizing what she's learned throughout the last 15 episodes, I guess. Yeah, pretty much. Kind of a inspirational speech, eve of battle, uh, cannons to the left of them, cannons to the right of them. Yeah, I feel like I've heard this parable a million <laughs> times, but it's a good one. It is. Uh, we get a few little bits of uh, evil Giorgio being evil. And I swear they turned the lights on the bridge down. <laughs> I think they must have. Or they just left it in Lorca mode. She was antagonizing everyone. Yeah. She was all up on Saru. She was yelling at everyone. I don't care what we're scanning. I want to know who's scanning us. I, actually, I thought that was a good line. That was pretty good. <laughs> Talks to Calm. Calm says we're running dark. And she's like, ah, dark. That's how I like it. And then winks at the camera. Well, Michael's not really enjoying herself because no. she calls her out, which I <laughs> thought was pretty crazy of Michael to do. Like, okay, it's a wild plan and Starfleet has you doing something nuts. But she she decided to antagonize right back. I, I see we're not, not even a little bit breaking with tradition of anyone above a captain in Starfleet is basically evil. <laughs> You're right. I, I thought you were going to say incompetent, but maybe evil's the right word. I mean, in that one case, he was literally a space worm. Okay, well, that was the worm talking, not the admiral. <laughs> the admiral was gone, I guess. Well, these admirals have no excuse. Uh, Sarek has no excuse. They've really empowered the emperor, as yeah. we'll find out. Yeah, they totally just gave her command, and uh, Michael has a problem with this. Calls her out on the bridge with some weird... Uh, well, I guess first Giorgio says something about uh, Kelpians. What was the saying? A scared, scared Kelpian is tough Kelpian? Makes for a tough Kelpian. Right, right. Yeah. Oh, man. The, yeah. Burnham's like, oh, where are you from that you heard a quote like that? And Giorgio's <laughs> like, well, Malaysia, of course. <laughs> well, good thing she read that Wikipedia page before she took command. <laughs> she got really lucky, and she was quite pissed at Michael for that. On the other hand, if she read the Wikipedia page, she might have noticed that the Federation doesn't like eat people in this universe. <laughs> yeah, I think she's just evil. That's yeah. all. Yeah, yeah, she just can't help herself. <laughs> she did make that comment when she first came aboard about how it was like you know disgraceful that Michael was trying to to please Curry her captain. The favor. Yeah. Yeah. Of a Kelpian. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. Well, let's get off of the cannibalism subject. <laughs> because actually, I enjoyed the next part where she's recruiting her strike team. Because she wants to do this away mission, ostensibly to go map the planet. But she's got a little bit of um, recruiting to do. That's a good point. I didn't, that didn't occur to me when the scene was starting. Um, but she does go out to recruit the team. Yep. Uh, her and Michael have a little conversation while they're walking down the corridor. That's very <laughs> ominous. Uh, and then they go to see Laurel. Yeah, I don't think she was a part of the team recruitment. They were just trying <laughs> to get some information from her. Right. And uh, the Emperor's methods turns out without her little torture chambers, she doesn't really know how to extract information. Well, Take she that. just, you know, does it the old-fashioned way. Torture does not produce reliable information. <laughs> That's true. And in this case, torture does not produce reliable information. No. <laughs> so then they go to the other next best thing to a Klingon. Well, this broken shell of a man of ash, you mean? Yeah, so I was pretty down on ash in the last episode, but he, he, he was pretty good in this one. Um, they, they start him out all broken, doing mm -hmm. some old ball and knots from... He's He's Salem. sad, he's mispronouncing knots. I know, was, <laughs> it was so hard to hear him say bowline. I'm sorry, you don't say it how it's written, it's not coxswain. <laughs> but whatever, he's not really from Seattle, he's a Klingon, so. Exactly. <laughs> not even a real sailor. 
Who else did they get? Then they got Tilly. They got Tilly. Killy. Killy. Okay, <laughs> the I, said. like, seriously, the, the assembly of this away team is ridiculous. Like, there have got to be some qualified Starfleet officers <laughs> on the ship that are not the secret Klingon, Emperor Georgiou, <laughs> specialist uh, mutiny. This is definitely the most dramatic team, though. And Cadet Killy. Like, <sighs> why is that your team? Well, if you had a bunch of, like, Makos, like, actual professionals going, it would have just been too efficient, and the job would have gotten done, and it, it wouldn't have been a story, really. There would have just That's been true. no drama. That's true. Because some fu- fun things do happen on that planet. Uh, and it, it turns into kind of uh, the plot of an RPG again, I feel like. Okay. They go to the planet, they have an objective, but to get the objective, they have to, like, they have, to, the hawk, they have to hawk some disruptors so they have money, and then they have to take the money, and they have to, like, bribe some people. There's the gambling minigame. Oh, that's right. Where did they get those phasers or disruptors? How did they I, sell those? They had them, I guess. Oh, Lorca's room. I bet you Lorca's oh, stuff is really worth They should have mentioned lot. that. Yeah. yeah. All they the money. Oh, they like, oh, you want to buy a... <laughs> Well, it turns out the Emperor was also reading the Wikipedia page on the economy because she knew exactly how much to barter everything for. Yep. It's like, she knew the, knew the lingo. <laughs> yeah. She was happy for Orions. We should say that uh, they decided to go to this Orion encampment yeah. on the Klingon planet to find some duct into the lower volcanic system. Uh, so it was a convenient way for them to have part of this take place in like a, you know, outdoor encampment type set on the enemy home planet without that being impossible. Yeah, I thought it was really awkward that a bunch of humans were yeah. walking around yeah. during a time of war. <laughs> but I think Ash said something like they find it cute or kind of intriguing or right. odd at least. Right. And it's a, you know, it's like hanging out in the Ecuadorian embassy or something, I guess. Okay. <laughs> well, they were trying to dress as low lives, which made them actually just look like a bunch of Farscape people, which I thought was totally <laughs> cool. They had the leather out, uh-huh. um, maybe a little Stargate too, later seasons. A <laughs> little bit, a little bit. Yeah, this is how you pretend to be, what, uh, smugglers, I guess? Something sure. Like that. Uh, hive of scum and villainy. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> the away team breaks up, though. Yeah. Because we get little sub-teams. Oh, yeah. Because we got to have little separate stories. <laughs> of uh, course, yeah. We get uh, Tilly eats some space whale. Oh, that's funny. So Tilly's been great in this episode because she kept getting Michael's back. Yeah. She realized how awkward it was for Michael to be on an away team with her ex-boyfriend, her <laughs> mutinous ex-dad. I don't even know what to call the emperor. It's an awkward relationship. <laughs> oh, we kind of skipped over where, uh, where Tilly meets the emperor. Yeah, where she that discovers was, it. Basically, yeah, yeah. in this episode, the cat's out of the bag. The captain's not the captain, obviously, people. That didn't on. last long. <laughs> we didn't get the helmswoman's reaction, though. She, we need some real in-depth scenes of we need how know, she felt. We need to know what Kayla thinks. Yeah, exactly. Uh, she's probably just, she would scowl. Yeah. <laughs> Look at the camera. <laughs> But I actually did enjoy the scenes on the planet. Um, I'm a sucker for outdoor scenes. Sure, and it was fun. I just that, a lot of that part felt more like a mid-season thing to me than a season finale thing. Most definitely, I kept saying, "This isn't a finale. We're yeah. having an away mission in like a this, finale." <laughs> a lot of that felt like the third episode of the season, where you know you've done your intro and now you have a little mission to an alien culture. Uh, we got a new Star Trek game. We do, and Ash is really good at it. Apparently, I didn't catch the. De- Did you catch any details about how it it's was played? very confusing? Yeah. And there was a lot of screaming and banter and hitting each other and <laughs> laughing. But it looked like a fun game. We gotta decode that All one. Right, that's that's kind of fun. Yeah, there was a lot of great set design in this one. Uh, the typography nerd in me had to come out because we saw the uh, Klingon system, but done in like advertising font yeah Happy that was fun font. that was Squiggly fun. font <laughs> i like uh i like anytime you see like ads yeah, in sci-fi exactly that's always fun and there's, star trek doesn't do it very often <laughs> no no there's a lot of set dressing here they did a good job so basically i guess we haven't really talked about the what the actual plot uh is 
That's the, because it's so simple and stupid. <laughs> the official plan is they're going to spore jump into Kronos, yes. transport to the surface, walk around, find a volcanic vent, drop a drone into it, and then the drone will map the planet. Which is insane. In, it has prepar- to be in preparation, hang on, for a follow-up full-scale military strike by what? By who? What is left of the Federation that can get to Kronos at this point? Right. When they were first laying out this plan, it was like, is season two going to be the strike on Kronos? Because right. there's no way we can fit oh, that into know. this episode. That's cool. what I thought yeah. maybe yeah. we were going. Yeah, and until he knifes open what should be the drone case and discovers, yeah. this is a bomb! Uh, I noticed they showed the drone in the case. At one And point. then at some point, Jojo, like, like, sleight of hands in a nuclear bomb instead. She's a good villain. She I is. hope she's back. <laughs> Be I, good. <laughs> I hope she comes back as uh, kind of like morally ambiguous, like saves them from something, but in a weird way. That'd be yes. fun. Very Doctor Who. Maybe she'll pair up with Mud. You can both come back in the same episode. <laughs> no, she would murder Mud on the spot. Mud's a goofball compared to her. I guess that depends on how much he respects her. <laughs> Uh, so another way this is kind of RPG-like is we've got the three, sort of the three teams that split off, right? Mm-hmm. Of uh, Ash and Michael and Evil Giorgio and Tilly. And they all kind of, they do like um, what would be like the three different options of like good, evil, or, or neutral. Because there's oh, like... to solve the puzzle. Yeah, you or can to, take to get paths. information. It's like, which dialogue mm-hmm. option do you choose? Do you, do you try to gamble with the natives and like sure. win them over? Sure. Do you uh, seduce some Orions and then threaten them at gunpoint? Mm-hmm. Or uh, do drugs with a skeezy guy in the lounge? Drugs with a skeezy guy in the lounge seemed to be the most profitable. Yeah, it worked out pretty good. Well, that was a fun scene. Um, <laughs> her getting very high. It was. Uh, because she didn't want to get thrown out of the club, I guess. Right. So she, and she had to actually do the drugs, I guess. <laughs> like, Come on, Tilly. Well, as we were told in the 80s. <laughs> you want to be cool, you got to stay. Got to do the drugs. But I really love the punchline where when she fell asleep or passed out... He started to <laughs> shackle right, her. Right. He's like, no, I'm he was trying to cut the, I thought he was trying to cut it off. Oh, is that what he, he was trying was to get doing? the case? I totally misread the scene. I thought he was trying to take her as a slave because oh. that's what Orion's doing. I thought it was just like she fell asleep and clearly had something valuable. He didn't know what right. it was. He was just like, well, she's asleep and it's there, so I guess I'll try and take it. Okay, I guess that's a good interpretation. <laughs> There's too. also the great follow-up where she calls Michael and is like, first of all, I'm really high. I love that. It's it's Starfleet honesty. You're it like, is. inform your commander of the situation. <laughs> And then give your report. <laughs> yes. Uh, and her report is, oh my god, it's a bomb. Yeah. And then she gets knocked out by evil Giorgio, who is continuing to be evil. Oh yeah, that was good timing on Giorgio. It She's was, really actually. on her game. Yeah. She is, yeah. I mean, she taught those sex slaves some new tricks. In like, I don't know, however long it took Tilly to do drugs. Tried her beating the information thing out of mm-hmm. them again, which I guess really worked this time. It worked, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Should we talk about that at all? Or then, uh, Giorgio's just a badass, and she's just having fun I, on her away mission. Yeah, basically. <laughs> <laughs> I think she's going to be just fine in this universe. <laughs> yeah. She was so happy to find out the Orions were on the planet. Oh, yeah. <laughs> all right, but Michael and Ash are playing the new game. Yep. Without a name. Oh, I'm sure they said a name, but... Uh, they did. It was in Klingon. I've forgotten how to pronounce <laughs> it. Uh, but Michael hates it because it's a bunch of Klingons having fun, and yeah. obviously she had a bad childhood around Klingons. So well, it reminds her out. of the, the specific event in her childhood when, when Klingons killed her parents. Yeah, but you were telling me it's actually covered in the book. There's a prequel yeah. book. Yeah, in the prequel book, that's that. It's like that scene verbatim is recounted. Okay, I thought that was kind of interesting that they apparently had that written up enough in advance to give the oh. author. <laughs> yeah, that, well, the season felt very planned ahead. Sure. 
sure. Yeah. None of this felt ad hoc. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we have our, our very uh, Federation moment. <laughs> the speech. Well, this is good. Um, I wasn't sure, like... I think in the original series, Kirk would just go defeat Giorgio. But in this case, <laughs> Michael called up to the Discovery, uh-huh. got on the line with Saru. Saru said, oh, we got to get on the line with Starfleet. Yep. <laughs> and Michael said, I know what Starfleet's going to say, so I need to talk to Starfleet. Yeah. I can convince them. So she opens with a little PowerPoint of um, Kronos getting blown up and turned uninhabitable. Not just uninhabitable. It looked like the stupid thing exploded, but yeah, yeah sure. Yeah, that looked, that looked pretty bad. I noticed uh, Praxis was fine in that simulation. <laughs> Way to go, Praxis. You need to make it until at least the, uh, what, sixth movie? Uh, yeah, like, like one more series and some movies. Yeah. <laughs> Hang it in there. Uh, does she continue the parable? Is it the same parable that she was giving in the... No, that's how she concludes with her speech at the yeah, end. Yeah, yeah. This, this, one, is, this just... is another Michael speech. Right. Um, and she, she basically, like, threatens mutiny again. Is like, hey, she I hope I don't have it. to. She said it very cautiously. <laughs> yeah. And then everybody else kind of backed her up. And you know what? Starfleet is still doing well because her Picard speech worked. Yes. <laughs> Cornwall caved. Her speech worked. I don't know how to phrase that, but... Uh-huh. I guess, and you know what? That was That made me like Cornwall a little more, too. You know, this entire series has prepared me for things to look like they're going good, but then terrible things to happen. So this entire episode, I'm waiting for something terrible to happen. (laughs) Well, all the terrible things have happened, and now we have to kind of wrap them up somehow. So now there's a new plan. They have a new plan. We don't know what it is, but there's a plan. And it does start with that moment I was referring to of Kirk going to stop Giorgio, but it's Michael. Michael's going to go stop Giorgio. Yep. And they have their little banter back and forth. I love that uh, Giorgio tried some argument of, I was really doing this for you. Uh, and Michael's like, great. I'm just not buying that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, good, I wasn't buying it either. <laughs> and Giorgio's like, well, I didn't think you were going to buy it anyway. She's <laughs> <laughs> like, I thought you softies would have fallen for that. <laughs> Man, she's good. I really uh, do hope she's back. Yes. Uh, and then Burnham kind of badasses her way out of it with the uh, grab the gun, point it at chest and come on do it you know again in any other show i would have thought that was a safe move but i was ready for that bird to just <laughs> shoot georgia i'm sorry to shoot michael you know could have gone that way i i guess she had to back down for the sake of the plot but uh it really seems like she could go either way on that and maybe next time she won't hesitate i was really surprised it ended this way uh that georgia just said Ugh, fine. I won't blow up the planet. Yeah. <laughs> they got her her pardon so she could run off and be all cool by herself. I guess, yeah. Yeah, and Michael saved the day. Ta-da! Uh, in, uh, okay, so after after she convinces Giorgio to back down and, and turn over the detonator, then the next weird twist comes where the yeah. a Klingon and a half come in. <laughs> I'm going to go three quarters. He seems very Klingon-y these days, Ash. <laughs> Yeah, Ash and Laurel uh, come in. And the plan is we're actually going to give the detonator to Laurel so that she can consolidate Klingon power, thus... Through tyranny. That was a little... <laughs> through, I'm not sure how I feel Holding a noose around people's... Yeah. It's the Klingon way, sir. <laughs> so uh, am, I, am I to understand that if she dies, the bomb goes off, so she's she can't be killed or is it simply that she's on the trigger and she can huh. detonate anytime you know they hadn't mentioned that i mean that's usually how it works right i thought that that was just more plausible if all of a sudden they couldn't kill her like yeah. just flat out yeah <laughs> but yeah we get a we get a scene with her in the high council well i guess trying to unify 
a new high council. So she goes and consolidates power in a really kind of improbable way. Like, I was curious how they were going to do this, and I don't I don't think they pulled it off. Like, it didn't seem plausible. It was all about speeches. She gave a speech. She learned yeah. that from Starfleet. You just got to give a speech and hold a big gun. She had a big gun. Yeah, I'm not sure anyone, like, knew what that was when she held it up. They seem sort of scared, but I don't... I feel like she would have had to explain it. <laughs> Maybe they had theater lenses and they were able to read the screen. <laughs> nah, it's the future. They've got scanners and such. They well, figure what, out what's going on. Whatever it is, she consolidates power in 15 minutes or so. And, well, and we don't know. It could be a bloody internal war for 15 years, but we just know the Klingons the aren't Klingon our problem anymore. Were, they were at Jupiter, and then they were at Earth, <laughs> and then they turned around. <laughs> they literally turned around. They literally around. turned around at the last minute. I mean, ugh. <laughs> there goes the armada they were so close they were right on earth they could have had it we had so, nothing we had so like close. a few guns out there that was it and some satellites mm, yeah nothing so that was a nice way to wrap that whole war up the klingon war is over everyone only took 15 episodes peace through a united klingon empire I guess I'm surprised they wrapped it up so quickly, but another part of me is happy. I didn't really want another war season, to be honest. Sure. I love Deep Space Nine, but the when last they, when four... they were at war for five seasons. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It gets a little tiring. <laughs> yeah. We ran into a Constellation class ship known as the Enterprise. We did. As as our final um the the part of the episode that seemed most season finale y was that last last little bit there where they get a priority one distress call from the NCC-17 and then it cuts. What could it be? Oh man, I don't even know. <laughs> well, they're on their way to Vulcan and the entire, not the entire trip because it was a short trip, but I'm like, something bad's going to happen. Again, I'm waiting for something bad to happen in this episode. So what terrible thing's going to happen on the way to Vulcan? Totally. Well, they were going to pick up a new captain. That's right. Which we're like, well, Vulcan but, captain? but Saru's been doing really good. How come <laughs> he doesn't get to be captain? Yeah, we should mention everyone got medals, and Michael huh? ended her parable and gave a rousing speech and said, Starfleet, she, Starfleet, Starfleet. She literally got a medal from the president and a pardon. Yeah, no one got a promotion. Oh. Didn't Kirk become like an admiral? Well, he was already admiral, but whatever. Like, Ar- arguably, that was punitive. He got a demotion, didn't he? Kinda. Yeah, he went from Admiral to Captain. Well, they promoted him to Admiral to get him to stop, you know, blowing ships up. Jumping through time? Yeah. Okay. And then I think he got demoted for saving the Earth. (laughs) Very good. Michael gave Sarek a very knowing look, so my guess is Spock is on that Enterprise. Uh, That seems entirely possible. I'm curious how they're going to cast that. Yeah. If they do it, or if they're just going to do, like, a really hilarious thing where they talk about him, and then, like, you see him from the back twice... No, they better not. <laughs> Do you think Zachary Quinto is too big for TV these days? Can they he get him? He started on TV. He'd go back I to know. TV. They, I hope they get him. I He'd wonder if he's great. contractually prohibited from... Is that the same? I, I always remember one owns... Oh, somebody God. owns a TV show, somebody owns the movies. Let's not talk about Can the business side. It's too confusing. Fair enough. I, he would be great. Yeah, he would. Uh, but honestly, I whoever they cast will probably be fine. <laughs> uh, so that's pretty much it. We had a little um, uh, Ash and Michael wrap-up. Where they it turns out Ash talk. is going to go off of Laurel. I yeah. did not see that hook coming. Uh, I kind of thought he was going to end up going with the Klingons, or at okay. least was going to end up being like an, an ambassador or something. <sighs> but or... as he said, no one trusts him. <laughs> so yeah. He's kind of in this really <laughs> awkward spot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's true. I mean, I guess whatever he's going to go do with Laurel will probably be better than whatever was waiting for him back at Starfleet. He does act like cool, calm, collected cat. Ash. Cash. <laughs> it's called cash. 
But he did seem to enjoy himself playing that Klingon game. So I think that's yeah. probably when he realized that, at least, if not the worst path, a path he could try to travel down in. Sure, it's somewhere that he can go and be reasonably comfortable for a while. So the, will that be a web spinoff series, Ash and Laurel? <laughs> Ash and Laurel, Politics in the Klingon Empire? Oh, Lord, yeah, uh, as they conquer the Empire. I might watch that. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's it. Yeah. That's it for the reviews. We hope you'll stick around for season two. Yeah. It's been renewed. We don't come know back when it's in eight months. <laughs> <laughs> if not in eight months, we might try to post some videos if we can come up with some good fan conspiracy theories. You know, we love those. So Always fun to talk about. That. Yeah. But until then, thanks for doing this, Eli. Sure. Bye from Seattle.